Welcome to Clayton's HSC Business. Today we're going to be looking at marketing strategies. So there are a huge range of strategies that businesses use to deal with a lot of the issues they come across in an attempt to make profit and to increase their market share. So I'll be covering them as part of the syllabus dot points in bite-sized segments. If you have any questions, please get in touch with me through the podcast and I will try and answer your questions. Every time you hear a syllabus dot point, this sound will occur. So let's get straight into it. Hope this helps. Market segmentation. So products form part of the mass market to cater for the needs of the whole market with all types of consumers. Factors such as age, gender and income are not important. And examples include electricity, gas, rail services and postal services. And market segmentation is the process of breaking down a total market into a market based on the similar characteristics of a group. By focusing on a target group, a business can identify the specific needs and tailor its marketing plan accordingly. So it considers the features that consumers of this target group are looking for, the appropriate promotional strategies to generate awareness of and sustain interest in the product, and the most suitable pricing policies and distribution channels. Geographic. Geographic segmentation is the process of dividing a market or customer group into smaller markets, which may be based on different locations, nations, states, or even local government areas. It adjusts the marketing plan to suit the buying behaviors of the consumers in those locations. So an example would be McDonald's in India don't use any beef or beef-related product. And that's because, as you probably know already, the spiritual and religious beliefs of India's predominantly Hindu population mean that they can't eat beef. McDonald's Australia, KFC and Subway have all adopted halal menus across Western Sydney. Demographic. So the demographics of a customer group refer to the characteristics of the group's members, such as age, gender, income, family size, level of education. And demographic segmentation is one of the more common forms of market segmentation and generally involves age, gender and income. Age. Consumers demand different products at different stages of their life. Therefore, the marketing strategies used will need to incorporate features that appeal to age groups. So Total Girl is an Australian-based magazine that caters to the interests of the female tween market. This magazine represents girls aged 9 to 13. Older teenagers may read Dolly magazine and young adult women may read Clio or Cosmopolitan. Gender. Market segmentation based on gender has been widely used by businesses for different products including clothing, magazines, soft drinks and cars. It aims to break down the market of a product based on gender influences. And there are some products and services are marketed in a way that will have more appeal to either females or males. Income. This influences the type of goods and services that people buy. And some businesses develop products aimed at high-income earners who have the capacity to purchase luxurious goods. Certain car manufacturers, clothing designers and service providers use this form of market segmentation to sell their products. It allows them to decide on the most appropriate promotional and pricing campaigns and the suitable location. So while having an appeal to all income groups, discount stores like Big W and Kmart have been successful in promoting their stores as providing value for money. Psychographic. 
Psychographic segmentation allows a business to segment the market into different groups based on consumers' lifestyles, personalities, values, and interests. An example would be Rebel Sport dividing their stores into sections based on the different sports. And the store layout reflects the community's wide range of sporting interests. Behavioural. Behavioural segmentation is the process of dividing a market based on people's knowledge of, attitudes towards, and use of a product. Purchase occasion. So the business will consider when a customer is most likely to purchase its products. So florists, for example, vary their promotional and pricing strategies throughout the year to suit the occasions. So for instance, marketing strategies leading up to Valentine's Day will target men, whereas strategies for Mother's Day may aim to appeal to children and fathers as they commonly buy flowers for this occasion. Benefits sought. An understanding of the benefits consumers seek from a purchase is an important part of behavioural segmentation. Businesses can divide the market according to what consumers want from a product. This could apply to the different classes of airline seats. Passengers who may prefer greater comfort, access to gourmet menus and priority check-in may choose to fly business or first class. Usage rate. This is a factor influencing this form of market segmentation. So a business can differentiate its customer base by establishing how often customers use the business's good or service. So a perfect example is where mobile phone companies have adopted this by offering different groups of consumers different internet and phone packages depending on their requirements. User loyalty. So relationship marketing is a very important part of any business and it provides an opportunity for businesses to develop a loyal customer base. Businesses will attempt to develop strategies that establish and maintain customers' loyalty towards the business and its product. So a good example is the Woolworths Everyday Rewards Card. Product differentiation. This is the process where a business distinguishes the attributes and features of a product from those of its competitors. It's what the business believes will attract customers to its product over its competitors. And they may use a variety of strategies to emphasize product differentiation, which often focus on price and product quality. Price. So if a business intends to use price as the basis for product differentiation, it promotes itself as being the cheapest provider of a specific range of goods. Big W and Kmart have been highly successful in using this strategy to differentiate themselves. And this is reflected by their slogans. So Big W promotes itself as a store that provides consumers with cha-ching. Everyone's a winner at Big W. Kmart uses the slogan, great value in everyday low prices. Some businesses actually use a name that emphasizes price differentiation. Budget Rent-A-Car and Super Cheap Auto are two great examples. Product quality. Some businesses attempt to differentiate themselves based on product quality. They believe the quality of their products is what will successfully distinguish them from their competitors. So businesses often use a slogan that promotes product quality. So Woolworths using Australia's fresh food people. BMW distinguishing its cars as the ultimate driving machine. Service differentiation. While small businesses may be limited in their product range and the ability to provide discount prices, it's widely acknowledged that the service offered by small businesses is often more personalised and effective. Businesses may use a variety of strategies to emphasise service differentiation. These could include after-sales service.
The marketing mix, the four P's. When devising marketing strategies, businesses traditionally consider a marketing mix with four elements, product, price, promotion, and place. In recent times, it's become clear there are now more P's, so we look at seven P's, which we're going to look at those later. Products, goods and services. While some businesses provide consumers with products that are tangible, others will offer services to consumers which aren't tangible. So Crust Pizza provides consumers with a food product, while Mobile Mechanics Lube Mobile offer a car repair and maintenance service. Tangible benefits are the physical attributes of the product, which can be design, style, colour and features. Intangible benefits are the benefits a consumer associates with purchasing a product. That could be prestige and image. This can also include after-sales service, such as care help, warranties and maintenance checks. Positioning. This refers to the image a product has in the mind of a consumer. It's based on the way consumers compare one product against alternatives. So positioning is determined by how consumers perceive the product in terms of the relationship between quality and price. Packaging. So businesses have developed packaging to maintain and enhance the quality of the product. So foil wraps for food and seals for medical products are examples of improved packaging that benefit the consumers. But packaging is also vitally important because it's the last point of contact between the producer and the consumer before the purchase decision is made. The packaging of services differs considerably from the packaging of goods. So the packaging of a service could be the attitudes and product knowledge of the salesperson. Price. Often one of the most influential considerations for a consumer is price before they purchase a good. The price charged by the business must reflect the position and the branding of the business within the marketplace. A brand that's well established and highly regarded in terms of reliability and value may sell for a higher price. Penetration pricing. So this strategy refers to setting prices at the lowest possible figure to gain an immediate group of customers. It is used to penetrate a market and gain market share rapidly by setting a price much lower than its competitors. Penetration pricing aims to undercut the main competitors of the business. Once a loyal group of customers has been developed, it's expected the business will then raise its prices to cover costs. Loss leader. So this tactic involves providing a limited number of goods at a price that generates minimal profit. A business using this strategy will lose money on the loss leader goods it sells if the price is set below the cost of making and supplying the goods. Product deletion strategy. The product deletion pricing strategy is used to clear stock that the business believes is no longer selling. The purpose is to quickly clear the stock from the store and allow the business to replace it with goods that are currently popular and more likely to sell. Market skimming. Some businesses are known in the marketplace for their innovative products and ability to constantly improve the features. A business cannot achieve such innovation and improvements without devoting considerable funds to research and development. The market skimming pricing tactic is used by a business when it wants to recover the high costs involved in research and development. So they do this by setting a high price. Demand-based pricing. It's assumed that within the business environment, the higher the demand for a product, the stronger the ability of the organization to charge a higher price. 
An organization that prices its product based on this is using the demand-based pricing tactic. Prestige pricing. So consumers' perceptions of a product will influence the price they're willing to pay. It's often influenced by quality, reliability, and the image associated. Prestige pricing is used for products that consumers regard as prestigious, and therefore they're willing to pay a higher price. Cost plus pricing. The cost plus pricing tactic takes into account the total cost to the business of manufacturing or providing a good or service, and then adds an additional amount to allow for a profit margin. Competition-based pricing. This is commonly used. It involves a business publicly stating that it will match the advertised price of a product sold by a competitor if that price is lower than the price the business is charging for the same product. A good example is Bunnings. Price points. This is where a business sets different prices for similar products, so the products are differentiated by their features. Examples would include offering business users lower weekday costs for a mobile phone, while consumers are offered promotional features such as free message service and reduced weekend call rates. Psychological pricing. Research has shown that consumers are influenced by even the most minor price difference. So this is the tactic used to take advantage of this response. So although there's only a $1 difference, consumers will react in a more positive way to a product priced at 99 bucks than if the price was set at $100. Promotion. This is the most public aspect of marketing. It's the arm of the marketing mix that gives the business its public image and profile. And marketing is the first form of information that a consumer will receive. So promotion can take traditional methods of advertising through the media, such as uh, newspaper, videos, websites, and then more innovative methods such as publicity stunts. Personal selling. This aims to establish a direct link between the business and the consumer and involves the process of taking the business and the product directly to the consumer. While door-to-door sales have experienced a considerable slowdown, party plans are still very popular. They sell jewellery, clothing, toys and makeup, and this is really increasing in popularity. Another aspect of personal selling may be where hairdressers and beauticians may be given complimentary cinema tickets in return for telling their customers how much they enjoyed a particular show. This word-of-mouth style of personal selling is referred to as whisper marketing. Relationship marketing. This is now used regularly. Through the establishment of a regular client base, companies can offer special packages, discounts and promotional events. Businesses frequently use loyalty cards to reward frequent customers. Many companies recognise that clients represent more than just a point of sale, but are the lifeblood of the business and influence its profitability and growth. So relationship marketing is the process of building and maintaining long-term relationships with customers and involves a high level of customer satisfaction, value and service. Advertising. For the majority of businesses, advertising is the most public face of the promotion mix. It conveys a message to a broad group of customers. Advertising traditionally appears in the media, although the increasing use of e-commerce has meant the internet has become a powerful advertising medium. Sales promotions. Sales promotions create interest in and generate awareness of a particular product. These could include competitions, samples, discounts. 
provides the business with a cost-effective method of attracting the interest of consumers through a variety of different forms. A common promotion would be emailing the consumer information about clearance sales, customer preview evenings and discounted dining offers. Publicity and PR. Public relations or PR is the process of creating an event for a business to generate awareness of its products and in doing so attracts the interest in the business activities and its products. The communication process. So promotion is the element of the marketing mix that gives it that a business uses to convey a message. The promotional strategies of a business should be effective in communicating to the product's target group of consumers. When developing a promotional campaign, a business should use market research. This allows the business to develop strategies that will attract the interest of the product's intended market. Customers are willing to purchase a product if the business's message is communicated via opinion leaders and through word of mouth. Distribution channels. These are the channels by which a product is moved from the place of manufacture, so where it's made, to the consumer. The distribution process may involve a number of steps, but there are three common channels of distribution. One is producer to consumer. One is from the producer to the retailer to the consumer. And the third one is the producer to the wholesaler to the retailer to the consumer. Channel choice. So the distribution channels are intensive, selective and exclusive. Intensive occurs when the product's readily available. The product's easily accessible by consumers and can be found at a number of different stores. So convenience items such as milk, soft drink, confectionery, newspapers are examples of product that lend themselves to intensive distribution. Selective distribution. This involves the use of a limited number of stores and locations to sell or distribute a product. This method allows a business to control where its product is sold and to ensure that the places chosen are consistent with the image that the business wants to project. Q is a girls' fashion brand available at a limited number of Q stores and also available across all Maya stores. The stores where this fashion brand is sold all appeal to the same demographic. Exclusive distribution. This is a form of distribution where there's a restriction on the number of products available. It's only available at a very limited number of venues. Tiffany & Co is a perfect example. It's one of the world's most exclusive lines of jewellery and it's only available in Australia from six stores. So generally, they're high-income products. Transport. Transport is the process of moving goods from one location to another. Businesses must consider the length of time needed to transport goods. The type of good being distributed will be an important consideration for the business in deciding the best method of transportation. Many fresh foods must be refrigerated while being transported and there's a limit on how long they must be stored. Warehousing. Warehousing is the process of storing products before they're distributed to the consumer. Many businesses would use a warehouse as a facility to store the products. The warehouse distribute the stock to the retailer at a later time with minimal delay. As with transportation, warehousing is influenced by the type of good being stored and distributed. Inventory. For any business, it's the sale of stock that provides the business with the means to achieve its financial objectives. Stock is also referred to as inventory. A business must ensure that it's got sufficient stock to satisfy consumer demand. Overstocking may force the business to hold clearance sales in which profits are reduced. 
This may restrict the ability of the business to store new, more attractive forms of stock. People. An important aspect of any organisation is having the right people to support the company's product and service. This could be reflected through high standards of customer service across all aspects of the business. Excellent customer service is an important element of a business seeking to maintain high levels of customer satisfaction. This may include detailed product knowledge and attending to customer concerns in an understanding manner. Process. The relationship a business has with its customer does not end once the consumer has purchased a product. Process is the consumer's total buying experience. All aspects of the sale process are focused on delivering to the expectations of the consumer. An example could be people lining up at midnight at an iPhone store for the launch of the new iPhone. Physical evidence. So visual packaging of a product is really important in influencing customer buying behaviour. Small improvements can lead to different reactions from a business's customers. Physical evidence may also refer to the people within a business and the visual presentation they display to clients. E-marketing. This is a broad form of marketing as it also includes the use of emails to liaise with and communicate with customers. E-marketing allows a business with online operations to reach a global audience. The website must be creative to attract the interest of consumers while fulfilling technical aspects of the site. Global marketing. Many businesses operate in countries beyond their domestic operations. So this provides a business with an opportunity to increase sales, further brand awareness and establish markets in new countries. Like people, not all countries are the same. So our needs and wants are influenced by culture, income and standard of living. Global branding. When a product can be marketed to consumers in many different countries, the branding becomes very important. Because a brand has the same meaning in any language, a recognisable name and logo are essential. So you look at the Nike logo, you look at the Macca's logo, they're very, very successful in promoting that brand without any words or language required. Standardisation and differentiation. So a business is able to supply a standardised product. However, often a product will need to be differentiated in some aspects to suit cultures and local markets. So owing to differences in language, religion, taste and ethics, it's very important that a business planning to sell in a new market researches the market effectively. Product. A product's features will vary from market to market. Labels need to be printed in the correct language and where customers in developing countries have difficulty reading, the packages will use pictures and diagrams. Price. The pricing strategy used by a global business should add to the reputation of the brand. Because of the additional costs of exporting, so packing, transport, documentation, insurance, currency variation, it can be hard to get a competitive price. If customers perceive the product as value for money or exclusive, the business will not have to compete with lower prices. So a value-based pricing strategy can be used. Alternatively, a penetration pricing strategy can be used to gain and establish market share. Promotion. Global businesses have a variety of media they can use to promote the product, but they must understand the marketing variations needed in language, religion and culture. Language is a common problem, as product names do not always translate well and give the same meaning. 
Names and slogans can be meaningless, embarrassing, or at worst, offensive. A global business may need to outsource promotion to a local advertising agency because that is the be- they're the best people to know the market. Placing the marketing mix refers to the process of delivering the product to consumers so it's available for them to buy. So the internet had a big impact with 24-hour shopping with the convenience of never having to leave the home or the office. So companies need to differentiate. The business needs more time and money to develop customer and brand awareness. And one of the key elements of competitive positioning refers to the concept known as value proposition. So there's three types of value, operational excellence, product leadership, and customer intimacy. Product leadership refers to a business that continually enhances its brands through innovation and quality. The business is constantly working on product improvements and new ideas. Customer intimacy involves a business developing a personalized profile of its customers' shopping habits so the business can deliver the correct marketing strategies over time. Well done for making it to the end of marketing strategies. I hope this has been really helpful. It's extremely useful to learn these, particularly as the vast majority of essays and business reports do include strategies um, along with possibly influences, but strategies is very, very common. So it's important to learn these. You will need to know case studies for these strategies if they were to come up in the essay as well. So please ensure you go to the slides, use the textbook, your notes, and whatever you find the best way for you to understand everything in business. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your day.